I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Alrighty, Raiders defeat the Dragons 36-26. Um, interesting, Jackie Whiten got put at lock with Matt Foley at 5-8. Uh, something that I, you know, a couple of, even a couple of years ago, I was like, I reckon Jackie Whiten would make a great 13. I've got to say, though, it's, I think it's too late in the piece now to be moving him there. Um, you know, he's what, he's 30 years old now. Uh, he's leaving the club. Now maybe Ricky's trying to build without him. Like build towards next year, uh, but yeah, like mid-season push to thirteen. I reckon if you're going to play Jacket uh, thirteen, probably give him a full preseason to bulk up a bit. Blah blah blah. Everything, get his fitness right for it. Whatever. But Raiders once again making it a dogfight. Had the game basically wrapped up, and they can't help themselves. They literally cannot help themselves. Uh, so the good thing is, is they are absolutely battle hardened for the finals, even though it's still quite a ways away. Um, some real positive is Matty Tomoko. He's got to be the most underrated centre in the comp. Got to be. Like, when you talk about the best centres, his name never gets brought up. You know, again, that origin curse, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a Kiwi, so he, you know, will play for the New Zealand rather than New South Wales. But, geez, he's played some good footy this year. 250 run metres he had. He was everywhere, and he's starting to more and more become that guy that when the Raiders need something, they just throw the ball to him. Yeah. And he's one of those centers that you can just give early ball to and he'll create something out of nothing. Uh, I love watching him play, mate. I, I love the way that he's come on this year. He's not sort of at that same level just yet, but, I mean, when you think about it, where he is in his career, he's sort of it's, the trajectory is similar to Isaac Tunga. Mm. They're similar players, yeah. the way that they go about their footy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's got a huge future. And, I, you know, the Raiders have been starved for an X-factor X outside back, and I, I still think they're probably one short in the back mm. line. But he can become that. He absolutely can become that. Uh, you know, so, you know, without him, you could make the argument they get close to losing. That's how important he was for them uh, on the weekend. And he, uh, I believe he, he hobbled off at half, just before half time. Yeah, and I thought, thought he was, was done. done. And he, he came back and exploded in the second half again. Yep. Uh, Rapana, far out. He just like, he's just in everything, Rapana. Um, outside of that, I, I love just the confidence that Fogarty continues to build. 
He's just getting better and better. Uh, but yeah, my main man, my main man Tarpane, just reminding everyone like why everyone thought he was one of, if not the best front row of last year. That try he scored and some of the stuff he does, again, just goes totally unnoticed. If he was, imagine if he was eligible for New South Wales, he'd be picked immediately and he'd be one of the biggest front rowers in the competition 100%. in regards to popularity. Yeah, uh, he's just. He is so special as a front rower. And we're starting to get to that time of the year where usually Ricky goes play 60, 70, mm. play as many minutes as we need just to win this game of football. They only played 55 on the weekend. Uh, they kept him off for longer through the middle when they were up by so much. But I think you'll start to see some huge minutes from Taps over the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, he's just – he offers – you know, I still think Payne Hush is out and out the best front row in the game. But Tarpanier offers just such a unique – like front rower in regards to incredible footwork, can ball play to a degree, good offload, very strong in contact. He has a very unique style of playing, whereas I look across the field, to be honest, he's probably like, he's more similar to Adam from North Blake than he is, say, a Payne Haas. I was just thinking, if you were, like, if Payne Haas didn't exist, geez, it'd be an interesting conversation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Who's the, the best front rower? Because they're all so different. Yeah. I think you've just got Haas, who's like the best of all of them, mm. put into one. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got your obviously Junior Bolo. Um, but yeah, Tarpane, he just he's almost like this rangy front rower that maybe yesteryear would be put on an edge yep. because he doesn't look like the typical front rower. But, geez, he's good for the modern game. I think oh, as well, yeah. like a, a big thing that's improved in his game, you know, he's obviously got the offload, we know that, but it's... The way now that he picks and chooses his moments to offload, doesn't get too many of them wrong. And I think it's, you know, obviously Corey Horsburgh didn't feature in this one, but the Raiders, when they're at their best, it's when these two are offloading. Mm. And, you know, you have a look through their back line, their halves, even hookers, they don't have absolute superstars in those positions outside of Jack White, who was just a run-first guy. So it's got to be off the back of second-phase <laughs> footy. And when these two get it right, geez, the Raiders are hard to compete with. And, and you look at it and you go, I know, look, I know that they're forward heavy and that's the way Ricky likes to play. Currently sitting fifth and outright equal third. Uh, so they're two points above the Warriors. Now, compare their spine to the other spines. They've got Whiten, who I think we could all say probably had a quiet, has had a quiet year this year. Bogarty played Q Cup a lot of his career and was let go by the Titans. At the fullback, Sebastian Chris. At nine... Warford, sometimes, sometimes. Like when you compare their spine to Panthers, Broncos, Sharks, Storm, they really shouldn't even be in the eight. They're not in the same postcode on paper. On yeah. paper. Yeah. And yet they're still managing sitting fifth. Yeah. Like, and so I think like some people are like, oh, they've had an easy draw. They've had this. Like, Look at their spine compared to the, play, the teams that they're competing with right now. Like, you know, really only Jackie Whiten is in the territory of those other spines in regards to on paper – and he's having a quieter year than Fogarty. I would actually say Fogarty's had a better year than White in this year. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so I just think what the Raiders are doing is outstanding. It really is. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, they, they just – they win ugly. That's just what the Canberra Raiders do. Um, you know, obviously won this one by 10 points. There was a moment in the press conference where one of the journos said to Ricky, oh, that's your, that's your biggest winning margin of the year or something. And Ricky sort of turned and – I thought he was taking the piss out of the journalist. I, 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 but I think in that moment, Ricky hadn't realised yet that that was. Maybe. He's oh, I don't think he had, The way that he reacted, I thought, oh, my God, Ricky's about to eat this guy alive. But he mm. went, really? That, that's our biggest – and I, I think it sort of dawned on him in that moment. It was yeah, weird. Yeah, wow. wow. That's interesting. Because when he did it, I thought he was being sarcastic. He was about to rip the bloke a new arsehole. Yeah. But he, I think he was being legit, yeah. 
Yeah, he just he loves the battle. Ricky, he's not looking at uh, points or anything. He's looking at do we win or do we not win? Which it was just so funny. Like obviously Ricky Shield, he's always been you know a fierce competitor and whatnot, even back in his playing days. But he always had the slickest side, the best backline in the competition at the Raiders. It's so funny that now, and I mean, even if you go back to look when he started at the Roosters, he just built the monster forward back and he played everything through there. So it's funny how he's transitioned from being a player to playing sideline to sideline, expansive, mm. exciting footy to now just going, no, nah, I'm just going to get in the trenches. Maybe he identified that you can't be a good halfback unless your forward pack gets on top. Yeah. And so he's just like, you know what? As a halfback, I know what it's like to be in front of, behind a good pack yep. and a bad pack. Um, yeah, look, the Raiders, again, they – I don't have them in a premiership threat at the moment, but I do not – would not want to play them heading into finals. <laughs> I reckon they're one of the last teams you want to play you just, finals. Because you can't get up for them like you get up for Penrith. Like, yeah. if you're playing Penrith, you're getting up for them. This is, this is basically the grand final. This is the biggest game of our lives. Whereas you can say that when going against the Raiders, but everyone looks across and goes, look, they don't really have the roster. Yeah. And then you get out there, and all of a sudden, you're in a fucking dogfight. And guess who has more experience in a dogfight? It's the Raiders. For years, it was the Sharks. They'd bring you down to their level. Yeah. Now it's the Raiders. They bring you down to their level. And if they turn it into a dogfight, they'll be happy to offload. And like you even watch, like, I, I think doing tape for the Raiders would be a nightmare. And take yeah. Seb Chris, for example. He doesn't play like any other fullback in the competition because mm. he's not a fullback. Yeah. Take, you know... <laughs> Jordan Ruppiner, trying to keep track of just where he is on the field would be a nightmare. And then you've got these three to four forwards that are brilliant offloaders, and then it's just, okay, offload, get the ball to a strike player, which is normally Jordan Ruppiner or Jack White, and you guys run and you go. And then they just flood the middle and get off the back of that. They're, yeah, such a wild team. And, uh, and Papali, he's been out for, what, two weeks now? <clears throat> two weeks, yeah. Now we saw that they've gone back-to-back, essentially, <clears throat> without Papali. You say that a couple of years ago, you go... No chance. Not hoping hell. He yep. is the he is the Raiders, um, and even in this game, like I, I think that Corey Horsburgh, the role he's playing in that third eight, like they they really missed him the other night. Corey oh, they missed him massively. I thought Trey Mooney when he came on, he had some impact. Mm. I thought we saw like we got a glimpse of his potential. He was ball playing a little bit through the middle. Um, you know, in twenty five minutes, <coughs> twenty five minutes, he had nine runs and over one hundred and five meters, mm. over one hundred meters. Sorry, sorry, he had one hundred and five meters. That's pretty bloody good as a rookie. In 25 minutes, he had 15 tackles and zero misses as well. And a lot of the talk had been that uh, this Mariota had sort of jumped in front of him. Mm. And I was starting to believe it. Then I watched the other night. I thought, geez, Trey Mooney's still got something to offer. Been oh, a lot yeah. of rumours that he could leave over, over the off-season. Mm. Uh, only rumours, I don't know anything more than that. But, geez, he'd be a fantastic signing for someone. Oh, mate. I think the Raiders definitely need to keep him. He, he's got so much to offer. You know, maybe he didn't hit his straps as quickly as you thought. Yeah. Wasn't he captain of the New South Wales side last year? I think he, he was, yes. Um, I think it's like maybe that tough love that Ricky shows his young guns that are superstars coming through. Yeah. Um, and take Tapano as a perfect example. It wasn't that long ago that I, I was sitting there going, he'll have to leave he's soon. Gone. They can't do this. Yeah. He's gone. And like, look at the, the player that Tapano has turned into. I think Ricky is – I still think he has a, a bit of improvement to go in regards to how he handles rookies. Yep. I think he is really nailed and understands handle, how to handle veterans to a degree, like the way he's been able to handle this older kind of Raiders forward back. And, you know, a bit um, for a while there it seemed like there were a lot of players that were a bit disgruntled, a bit upset. He managed to come to the table and turn things around. Um, 
which is going to be the big test for Ricky over the next couple of years because I think he's going to have a lot of young guys going to come through. There's a few boys that have been selected to play New South Wales under-19s this week from Canberra. Very talented guys. Uh, the fullback, um, Sheppy Stewart, we've been talking about for a few weeks. Yeah. I think after Thursday, people will be he'll become a pretty common name. Uh, Ethan Strange, who's a centre, 5'8", halfback, he could be a really handy guy for them. Mm. So Freddie's going to have to bring through a few. And there's a, there's a kid I've been talking about for a few weeks, <coughs> the lock forward in their reserve grade, uh, Puru. He's the brother of the kid at Cronulla mm. that we liked. He's been playing lock forward for 80 minutes in reserve grade and going real good, getting yep. through a lot of work. Bit of a smaller body, so a lot of potential down there at the Raiders at the moment. Yeah, and it's it's like with Ricky, he is developed so much as a coach, but it'll probably be his hardest challenge to date because <clears throat> you look at the situation he got through and, and it showed how much development. I mean, I reckon Ricky Stewart five years ago, it was like his way or the highway. Yep. And I think that he's he's matured enough to, as a coach, we have to remember these coaches, like, they don't get much time to really develop. Now, going forward, it's the challenge that he's going to face is this next generation of player, they're not the same as the old generation. There's good and bad parts from it. There's good and bad parts of it. Whereas, like, Ricky Stewart, known as a really old-school kind of guy, he's probably going to have to adjust a little bit to give those younger generations a bit of space to, to work in because I... I do see some younger generations struggling a bit with that old skin, old school mentality. For sure, yeah, because it, it's, it's so foreign to them. It's so foreign, and also like people immediately associate with that with oh, you know, this new generation is you know soft or whatever. Like maybe some of them, yeah, you could you could make that argument, but there's always been softer players coming through when they're younger. I just think they're different. They yeah. just value different things. Like you could look at a Reese Walsh, for example, quite brazen, cried in your face, you know, but. No one would say he's tough, yet go and watch that Origin game and tell me he's not tough. And yet he probably wouldn't. He probably would struggle against that old school mentality if you try to pull Reese in that way. Yeah. And so I just another perfect example is you know the Ashes with the Australian side. Like what was their whole issue? They're young and soft, and they're a different generation. Yeah, they're like it's two one now. But Paddy Cummins in when the game was on the line, he nailed it. So it's I think it's just a different. It's just different. A little bit off topic, I was just having a look at the New South Wales Cup Raiders. They've had one blowout loss, one blowout win. Every other game has been decided by eight points. That is wild. It's unbelievable. You know what's good, though? Like at Even though there's a tie DNA. in there. Yeah. At least there's DNA. 100%. Yeah. Like, I would sometimes take losing DNA over no DNA at all. Like, at least you know when you're at that club, there's an expectation. This is how we play. And you can say, well, that's stupid. Why would you want to be in tight matches? Yeah, for sure. There's always positive and negative with any kind of DNA. Like, you know, the Dolphins, for example, their their DNA is super gritty. And so you could say sometimes they don't take the chances they should take. Um, the Roosters, you could say they're actually facing the opposite effect of having too many good players in their side. And they're too um, focused too much on just being the best they can be individually to a degree. Um, so there's always positive and negatives uh, to each DNA that is in each squad. Isn't that unbelievable that the Raiders, just as a franchise, can't win a game by more than 10 points? I've done it once this year in two grades, and mm. we're at round 20. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Just It shows you also the benefit. There was a couple of years where Ricky, there's a bit of pressure maybe on his job, the benefit of having a coach there long term. Yeah. Uh, because he gets to really build into the club what he believes is the right direction. Now, granted, he has the, the benefit of results that some other coaches don't have. Um, but, yeah, so, look, the Raiders, they're just gritty as anything. Um, and they're, they're just a pleasure to watch because they offer you a different type of rugby league that you don't get anywhere else. 
Uh, it's actually like the, the footy they play is it's closer to the nineties than it is to now. Mm. Yeah. Because like they're they're out the back stuff is very very pedestrian to be honest. They look awful when they do it. Mm. Whereas like they're high speed flooding the middle, just footy off the cuff. Yes, yeah. it's some of the best in the comp. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is ironic because obviously Ricky was you know eighties nineties kind of player. Yep. Um, so yeah, the Trey Mooney one's going to be interesting to see if he gets more minutes because I thought he was really good on the weekend. Um, Horsburgh, geez, he's going to bring a lot back into the squad. Anything else with the Raiders, mate? No, that just about covers it. Oh, mate, the other one I want to give a little shout-out to, I think he's, he's just tremendous week in, week out as Albert Hobbardo. Getting better and better, isn't he? Getting better and better. Just always, you, it's a 7 out of 10 to an 8 out of 10 every week. Mm. Could have ever been, very easily been lost to the game as well, I think, because he had all this promise. Didn't struggle with injury, but also a couple of years there we going, oh, man, this kid, he didn't live up to what we thought he would. Now, he's, he's getting better and better. He probably should have been lost to the game mm. with how it played out for him. Nine times out of ten, you get lost to the game. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to think five weeks ago he took a week off. He took a game off to go to a wedding. Ricky was like, "Yes, yeah, wait, you you bring an half. That's fine." Yeah. Well. Ah, uh, now on the dragons. Um, mixed, so mixed. Uh, you know, if you if you watch the game up until the seventieth minute, you go, "Jeez," uh, but without Benny Hunt. I thought they were pretty good. Like, I, I just think there's a lot of promise there. I think that the turnaround can actually happen quicker than a lot of people may suggest it might. Yep. I think Amon, you know, for, for all his rough edges as a player, geez, he shows some brilliance. Um, Bud Sullivan, devastating to get injured now because he would have just got more time on the footy field. Um, yeah, so really mixed night. Great that they fought back into it, and that's that's a real positive that I take out of this game is the fact that they're still fight at this club. They're they're not just rolling over and saying, you know what, they're still, you know, they might have been twenty down or whatever, fifteen, sixteen down, but and they've struggled for at least a month now. But they said, no, we're not allowing this game to just we're not rolling over, and I think that's a good sign. Yeah, like for for how much fight they showed to get back in it, God, it was disappointing that they conceded that try to Seb Chris at the end yeah, in the right. manner that they did. They did so well to get themselves back in that contest. They had all the momentum going their way. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough one to watch. Uh, I, we've already spoken about him, but Lomax, they've, they've just got to find a way to just not hand him the keys, but just put the emphasis on him, take ownership yeah. of the team to some and extent. You can't and just say, all right, you're the superstar. Yep. Here you go, mate. And then it's a very clear – there's a clear answer. Are you the guy you think you are, at this club at least? Now maybe he goes to another club and kills it. Or are you not? Like, it's it's real simple. Real simple. I will bang on about it every single week, but please give Jacob a little more minutes. Oh, man. I don't get it. Surely there's there's got to be some reason why he's only getting 53 minutes. There's got to be maybe, does he get gassed? Like, he doesn't look like he is to me. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. There must be some reason, but I hope the reason isn't we've just got to fit him by in somewhere. Surely not. Surely not. I hope not. No way. Um... No, I mean, I, I kind of feel like that was more of a hook thing. I hope so. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but, yes, at the back, Paul Turner. <clears throat> hope he's all good with that knee in the back. Um, but, yeah, pretty quiet game, to be honest. Uh, you know, 53 minutes. In 53 minutes, he had nine runs, 56 metres. Um, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully he comes back from his injury. And He's never jumped out to me as a fullback. Yeah, more I, of a six. Yeah, more, 
More of a six, I think. Bit of an unorthodox six, but I, I don't think fullback's the spot. Yeah. I mean, <clears> he played more more like a half than he did a fullback. Yeah. Um, I would have even had him more as a centre than a fullback, yeah. to be honest with you. Is he big enough for centre, you reckon? Mate, he's a very, he's a very strange body shape to pair with his skill set. Yeah. It's hard to find a spot for him. I'm not sure what his best position is going to be, and I hope that doesn't cost him. Yeah, um, some positives. Billy Burns worked his absolute ass off. Like, he worked himself to a standstill. Played 80 minutes, had 124 metres, 41 post contact, five tackle breaks, a line break, 42 tackles and only two missed. Uh, Jack DeBellin, once again, working his ass off, as he does every week. Real toiler. 171 metres and uh, 46 tackles. Um, Ravalawa scoring. I'll probably say... I'll probably say this has been Ravalawa's best year. I think so, yep. Like, he flies under the radar a little bit, and I think it's because when he came in, he was really good, and then he had super inconsistent, like just rocks or diamonds, really. I think this year's probably been his most consistent year. I would love to see him on the end of a yeah, quite quality contest, a, a consistent and top-shelf back Because him close to the try line is almost better than any winger in the comp. Yeah, like if he was on the end of a very good back line that played to him and gave him space and opportunity... I'm not saying he'd be like uh, the best Rudd Raja areas, but he, I don't think he'd be far off. I think he's such a good finisher and so he hard. Reminds to me handle. of like Siver, really. Yeah, and um, you know what? I, I think he's hungrier than those guys. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he ran for 175 meters, 16 runs, seven tackle breaks. He had four line breaks on the weekend. Four line breaks. Uh, so that's that's also a bit of a shining light. Uh, the fact that um, you know he's probably had his most consistent year. Uh, so. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, it's just mixed. Such a mixed night. As I said, if I'm a Dragons fan, I try to look for the positive where I can. And the positive is they didn't just roll over and die. They fought back to the death. Yeah, and I, I think that's what you take from this, that last week, you know, from the 20th minute onwards, there was hardly a pulse. Mm. This week, Ben Hunt's not playing, and your young guys take a bit of, of an initiative. And, you know, those young guys, when they were, what were they down, 18 nil or something like that, mm. they could have and probably should have gone to water. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't, which is... Again, we talked about it earlier, but, you know, this young crew with the right environment, I think they can make a difference. Like, I really do. 24 to 6 at half time. Yeah. It's as young as any. Like, you've got Sullivan, Amone, yeah. um, Turner, who was – I know he, he played that first half. So, he's also a rookie. And he got Little, a rookie as well. Yeah. And they got back into it. And we spoke about it earlier in the show. Matt Frawley scores in the 39th minute. That mm. should have been the nail in the coffin. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So – as I said, you don't want to get to that point. Yeah. You don't want to get to that point, but they showed fight, which you can build with fight. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 